What's up, guys? Sports Talk with Cousin Eddie, back again for another week of NFL coverage. We are winding down to the end of the season, and just the thought of going through the remainder of my audit busy season without football, it's it's quite depressing. Not really sure what I'll be doing on weekends after the Super Bowl, but I know it won't be as fun as watching football, that's for sure. And as for these playoffs, the past two weeks have been a blast to cover, and the divisional round, it left us with a couple surprises. I don't think anyone predicted the Titans making the Super Bowl, but here they are, one game away from the big stage. So, all right, let's dive right into these matchups. The first game of the weekend was the Niners against the Vikings, and this game was a pure disappointment, to say the least. It got off to a hot start. Both teams scored on their first drives, and Kirk Cousins, he Captain Kirk, he had a nice dime, which... Once again, showed how elite he could be when he hit Diggs in that left corner. And, you know, I think he targeted Diggs, actually. He did it early on so Stefan wouldn't throw his helmet again like he did in the game prior. But the game started to slow down a bit in that second quarter. Both teams have pretty good defenses. So, you know, I wasn't expecting this to be like a Big 12 matchup where it's a shootout by any means. But... Honestly, I did expect a little bit more from Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. The Niners, they they did a good job bottling, bottling up bottling up Del, Dalvin Cook. Um, he had been great all season, but he finished with just 18 yards on nine carries. And, you know, I'm no math guy and I'm no ESPN analyst, but uh, 18 yards on nine carries, that's that's not very good. And... I knew at some point in this game the panic button it would hit for Captain Kirk. Just that trio of Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner. You know, that that was just too much for him to handle. I mean, the guy's name's DeForest. Like, what are you going to do? Not be scared? Um, and so, yeah, the Niners sacked Kirk five times. And things things really went to shit for Minnesota in that second half. I don't know the stats behind this, but... I know that a team that scores zero points in the second half, they usually won't win the football game. Um, So I'm just assuming that scoring no points is correlated with losing, but correct me if I'm wrong. And the Niners, they've been bullying other teams with their great run offense and incredible defense all season long. And, you know, Saturday was no different for them. Richard Sherman even had an interception, so you know he had to talk about it a lot after the game. But yeah, the Niners are cooking right now. I expect them to kick Green Bay's ass next week, but we'll see. You know, I've been wrong before. The next game was Ravens versus Titans, and I'll tell you, it's Derrick Henry's world and we're just living in it. Tractor Cito, he had another dominant performance on Sunday. And the Titans, they shocked a lot of people with their win against Baltimore. I'll tell you, props to Tennessee and how they came up swinging in the first half. As much as I want to rag on Tannehill for replacing Mariota, I have to give him some credit for Saturday's win. He made some big throws in the first half, and even though he's only combined for, what is it, 160 yards in two playoff games, He's just enough of a passing threat for defenses to think that the ball might actually go somewhere besides Derrick Henry's hands, so good for him. And I think the Titans, they've found their perfect system, and it goes to show that 
you really don't need an elite QB to win these football games. And I think Jimmy G with the Niners is another example. Mediocre guy who is relying on the running game and their defense. So, yeah, as long as your defense is solid, you can run the ball effectively, you're in pretty good shape to win a game. And I think the Broncos with Peyton, that 2015 Super Bowl, that's another good example right there. So one thing about the Titans, though, is they do also have that luxury of having a 6'3", 240-pound running back who can run a 4'5", 40-yard dash. And he can also throw jump passes, too. So uh, they've got the full package there, and that's a Madden 99 if... I've ever seen one. And as for El Tractor, my man Sito, he finished the game with 195 yards rushing. He also had a passing touchdown. But my only critique is that he should have hit Mariota on that pass play. But, you know, I think that'll come with time and him getting more comfortable in the pocket. So the Titans, they play the Chiefs next Sunday. And they'll have to play at this slow pace if... They want to stop Mahomes and Big Red because I know Andy Reid, he'll, he'll come out with a plan. And as for the Ravens with, with this whole game against the Titans, I was pretty upset to see all the Lamar Jackson slander on Twitter. You know, all those Confederate flag owners, they came out from the shadows and were typing away, saying all that they could about this year's MVP. And you know, that that really is just how we do it in America. We'll build someone up like Lamar, and we can eventually tear him down when things start to go south. Uh, yeah, just look at Chris Brown. But, yeah, when it comes to Lamar, first off, I mean, the dude is he's 23. He just had one of the most unique seasons that really we've ever seen, you know, like Mike Vick, but better. And he had 43 total TDs, over 1,000 yards rushing as a quarterback. The you know the Ravens, they couldn't get it done on Sunday. And I realize Lamar could have played better. You know He could have converted on some of those third and fourth downs. But I'm not going to sit here and listen to people hating on a man who, you know, he works as hard as he does. And he's as good of a person as he is. So... If you want to slander someone, you know, do it to like Aaron Rodgers, you know, be my guest there. But anyways, I think the Ravens, they have a bright future. You know, Lamar, he'll be fueled by this playoff loss. And with the Ravens now out of the playoffs, people are calling the Chiefs the new AFC favorite. But we'll see what the Titans have to say about that. So next up was Houston versus Kansas City. And this Texans versus Chiefs game, it had probably the craziest first half of football that I've ever seen be played. Just about everything went wrong for the Chiefs in that first quarter. And I imagine Andy Reid was sitting there on the sidelines playing out every scenario in his head of how he'd be getting fired at halftime or at the end of the game. But, you know, after a series of poor special special teams plays, KC they were down 24 to nothing in the first and after the Titans had just upset the Ravens I think every sports fan was sitting there like you know what the hell is happening what is happening with this NFL weekend but I actually didn't get a chance to watch this game um, so I was shocked like everyone else when I checked the score again at halftime to see that the Chiefs had come back to take the lead at halftime and 
you know, I don't even know how the hell that happens, but it was a complete slaughter from there on out in the second half. Mahomes was rolling and <clears throat> he really he made it look like he was playing in the Big 12 again. You know, the reigning MVP, he finished with over 300 yards and five TDs. Business as usual for for my man Kermit. Another day at the office. And the Chiefs, they were the first team in NFL history to win a playoff game by 20 points after previously losing in the same game by 20 points. So tells you just how nuts this game was. But, you know, as as for Houston, I could not imagine being a Texans fan right now. You have that small glimmer of hope in that first quarter where you're like, holy shit, look what we're doing to the Chiefs. And then within a quarter, not even a full quarter, you watch the entire lead slip away. So I'm guessing there was no motivational speech from Bill O'Brien at halftime because what do you even tell your guys after blowing a 24-point lead in less than a quarter? Uh, Let's all go get drunk is probably what he said. But the Texans, they had no answer for Mahomes. I'm sure Houston had grown accustomed to playing a Josh Allen-type QB who they thought would just he would just beat himself for them, but nope, that was not the case with Perfect Pat. He killed him like he always does. And, you know, one thing I will say about Houston and their future is that the Texans, they have a stud in Deshaun Watson, but they're going to have to beep up, beef up their defense if they want to take it up a notch next season. And I don't think J.J. Watt screaming on the sideline will will be enough for them, unfortunately. And then the last game we had on NFL Sunday, Packers versus Seahawks. I hate to say it, but Aaron Rodgers deserves a ton of credit for Sunday's win. Terrible body language and all. a Rodge, he made the throws he needed to. And, you know, it helps when you have a top receiver in Tay Adams. 160 yards and two receiving TDs, that's, that's not a bad day. And as much as people want to go with the narrative that Rodgers doesn't have enough help, He's got some damn good offensive weapons by his side with Aaron Jones as well. But what upset me most about Seattle losing is just the fact that we won't get that Seahawks versus Niners NSC championship game. I know there would have been some Richard Sherman smack talk there, but I do think that the Seahawks they would have had a much bigger they would have been a much bigger threat to the Niners too in that instance. Um, and so now we'll watch the Packers try to piece together a game against San Fran after we saw him get absolutely dominated earlier in the season. And as for Seattle, I don't know what the deal is with Marshawn or what the future holds for him in the NFL. He's still as reliable as ever on the goal line, and as we saw with his pair of TDs on Sunday that were short yardage, but... I really do think that Pete Carroll, he's just trying to rectify the poor decisions that he made in that 2015 Super Bowl by giving Marshawn some redemption in this game. But, yeah, I don't really know what Marshawn's plan is now. I do know that he he did give us an all-time quote in his post-game press conference. He had some advice for some young players um, saying, you know, take care of y'all bodies take care of y'all chicken, and take care of y'all mentals. And 
pretty sound advice if you ask me, but he he really does need to trademark that take care of all chicken because you know Popeyes or KFC, one of them's going to try and turn that into an ad. So Marshawn, make sure you uh get that phrase TM'd, my friend. But all in all, just to give you everyone a recap, next weekend it should hopefully have two exciting matchups and I I swear to God, if the Chiefs and the Packers, if they win their respective games, this whole thing was just rigged by State Farm.